Welcome to the Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome friends to another episode of the Pilgrim's Odyssey. I'm your host, Silwan. Great to be with you on this Monday. Now on Friday, we talked about rude people and began our discussion on beginning to pray. Because in a world going crazy, it will drive you crazy if you don't focus on something else, something deeper like prayer. Now, Beginning to Pray is a book by Anthony Bloom or Archbishop Anthony Bloom. We went over sort of the beginning of the book where long before he was contemplating prayer, he remembered a lesson he had learned from his father that stuck with him his entire life. His father said to him, always remember that whether you are alive or dead matters nothing. What matters is what you live for and what you are prepared to die for. Now, as a young man, hearing this from his dad, Anthony wasn't particularly religious, wasn't particularly prayerful. But as he talked about in his book, it, it, it planted in him a seed that he wanted his life to matter. He wanted it to have a purpose. He wanted something to believe in. Thankfully for him, that, that search ended while he was still sort of a young man. He said almost instantaneously, he heard someone talking about the Gospels. And he believed in the resurrection of Christ. He believed that Christ had risen from the dead. And he said in that moment, he found a reason to live. In that moment. He said he'd been driven by it ever since. He said he began to think to himself, you know, if Christ died so that we may live, why fear death? Why fear death? All of a sudden, in that moment, the words of his father on what to live for, came alive, burst within him. Another thing that opened his mind in that moment was a story he had heard as a kid. Took place during the communist revolution. The communists were fighting the imperialists. The communists obviously were atheists. The imperialists were Christian. And there was a woman. She had two young children. She was in her 20s. Her husband was a target of the communists, which made her a target of the communists. She hadn't seen her husband, assumed he was probably dead. She heard that the communists were coming for her and her children, and that meant only one thing, death. They weren't coming to re-educate them. They were coming to kill them. So she hid, hoping she could escape, but they found out where she was, and they were coming for her. Now, a young woman, about the same age as this mother, in her 20s, found out about this, knew the communists were coming for them, knew where the young woman was hiding, and she came to her. And she said, you must go. I'll take your place. I'll tell them I'm you. And the mother looked at her and, you can't do that. You'll be shot. And the young woman who was single said, yes, but 
I have no children. I'm not married. And so she convinced the woman to leave with her children, and she took her place. And she waited to tell the communists that she was, in fact, the wife of the man. Now, we can only imagine what happened next as she waited there in the dark. In a sense, she spent her own night in Gethsemane, probably just like Jesus did, waiting to be crucified. She had moments of doubt. She probably was scared. She probably asked God to take the cup from her. She probably prayed that the communist would spare her. But she stayed. And while she might have had her doubts, she never wavered in her willingness to become a sacrifice. And when the communists came, they shot her. The woman and her children, they escaped. Now, I mentioned Friday we were beginning a discussion on prayer. This is a good place to start. This woman exhibited true faith, deep faith. A faith that to believe in Christ was to believe we have overcome death. And anything less than that is just that, less than that. That's faith. Maybe that's where we start praying. Maybe in a world where faith is so superficial, it's a cross around our neck, it's listening to a sermon on a Sunday morning, but is it walking around, believing in it so deeply that literally you believe death has been overcome, that you allow it to transform your life? I think sometimes the reason prayer is difficult is we don't really believe. I think sometimes living as a Christian is difficult is because we don't really believe. We're more frightened of the world. We're more frightened of what people think about us than we are in a belief that Jesus overcame all that. Would we be willing to take someone's place? Would we be willing to go to that woman and her children and say, I will take your place? And to be able to do it because you knew that your Lord had overcome death. And that what awaited you was not death but life. And life that you were already partaking in. See, I think one mistake that we make sometimes as Christians, and it impacts our prayer. It impacts how we pray. It, it, it impacts our frame of mind in prayer. And it's this. That even though we believe sometimes we've been saved, we still see it as like life and death. There's this life on earth, and then you die, and then there's something else. And see, when you read the gospel, when you read the Bible, that's not, that's not what's happening. When you have true faith, when you believe in God, you are already entering into the eternal. When the Holy Spirit comes down upon you, it is the same thing you're going to experience in this other dimension when you die. Live like it. Live like you are already partaking in the eternal. Live like you have already overcome death. Let it transform your life. Let it transform your prayer. When you do that, you will find you don't pray for the same things. You are not worried about the same things. I think that's a good start. Think about Anthony. Where did his journey of faith begin? It began by believing what his father told him. 
that the only thing in life that matters is what you live for and what you're prepared to die for. That's it. And then he heard the gospel. He heard about what Jesus did for us, and he believed. And his belief was so deep, he believed what Christ actually did and said, which is, I'm going to die so that you're going to have life. And then Anthony believed he had life forever. He understood all of a sudden what it meant for that woman to be willing to take another woman's place. And then, one might say, he was able to pray. Because now he really understood and believed the depth of it and what it meant. Do we have that faith? Do we have that deep faith? Do we believe we have overcome death? If we don't, that's where we begin our prayer. We pray that we find real, deep faith, the type that doesn't fear death, and in doing so is able to finally and fully live. Because you see, in a sense, what, what Father Anthony found, what that woman found who took the place of the mother and her children was life. When you fear death, you're not really living. You're running from something. When you realize that your faith and your Savior has overcome death for the first time, you're able to fully live, to fully pray. So chew on that for a moment. How deep is your faith? What do you fear? Have you overcome death? Are you fully alive? Are your eyes open? And you're able to listen and to pray. We'll be back tomorrow with more on this journey of beginning to pray. Hopefully it will open your eyes and set your soul on fire. So until next time, my friends, I want you to aim high. Spread your wings. Remember the faith of a woman willing to take the place of a mother and her children because she did not fear death, because she believed. Her eyes were on the things that matter, and may your eyes be on the things that matter. So until next time, I'm your host, Siloan. Start this week out right. Pray deeply. Till next time, peace. You've been listening to The Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on The Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green.